Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The heat is on. I would love you to be a member of Team Nile on season 23. Please. I beg you. So much pressure. You guys are not making this easy for me by any means whatsoever. <laughs> and dinner is served. I'm headed out on a journey. It's up there? That's actually up there. To the very end of the world. Let's just take in the view yeah. for a second. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Tuesday, March 21st. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Kiefer Sutherland might be starring in a new thriller, Rabbit Hole, which debuts this weekend. But a former role, it seems, is never too far from his mind. 24's Jack Bauer, and he tells EW he has an idea for how to bring the character back, saying he and showrunner Howard Gordon, quote, talk all the time and invariably it comes up. The idea of him being brought back, I'm just spitballing, I think that's an interesting idea. You introduce a new cast of people in their effort to get him out, and it lives on from that point. There's a lot of ways to go about it. Now, getting him out would mean rescuing Jack from the Russians who took him in exchange for the release of CTU analyst-turned-director Chloe. But Sutherland thinks the 24 model could apply to people who aren't spies, explaining, I also think it's such a great idea to take a 24-hour moment in somebody's life that is desperate, and that could be a fireman. That could be so many different circumstances. It boggles my mind that someone hasn't come along and said, well, we need to do this with it. So whether it involves me or not, I just think that to do something in real time is so clever, difficult but clever, that I find it kind of shocking that it hasn't manifested itself into something else and or bigger. So it sounds like Sutherland is saying it's just a matter of time until we hopefully see a new iteration of the show. Julianne Hough is returning to the ballroom. The Dancing with the Stars vet is set to rejoin season 32 of the Disney Plus competition series as a co-host following the departure of Tyra Banks. Co-host Alfonso Ribeiro will return for the new season, as will judges Carrie Ann Inaba, Bruno Tonioli, and Huff's brother, Derek Huff. The White Lotus star Will Sharp is trading in Sicilian pizzas, for Kim Chi, the actor, writer, and director has been tapped to direct the movie adaptation of Japanese breakfast frontwoman Michelle Zahner's best-selling memoir, Crying in H-Mart. The book, which is an expansion of an original essay Zahner penned for The New Yorker in 2018, chronicles the mixed-race musician's relationship with her late Korean mother, who dies from pancreatic cancer, and the ways in which Korean food bridges her connection to her culture after she loses her tether to her Korean identity. And Brokeback Mountain is headed to London's West End. Lucas Hedges, who scored an Oscar nomination for 2016's Manchester by the Sea, and Mike Feist, West Side Story's BAFTA-nominated Riff, are set to star as the story's star-crossed sheep herders Ennis and Jack, respectively. This rendition of Brokeback Mountain is described as a play with music. Brokeback Mountain opens at the Soho Place Theater in London's West End on May 10th and will run for a limited time through August 12th. 
For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. A road trip is getting riskier by the minute in our number three pick today, the new episode of 911 Lone Star. Marjan has sold her belongings, rented a car, and is headed back to Austin, hoping to be welcomed back to the 126. But on the way, she encounters a rage-filled Grant who derails her plans and puts her life in danger. But Marjan, you better believe, puts up one hell of a fight. Here's a preview. Grant will have posted bail by now. I was in the accident, too. Marjan's missing. No one's heard from her since yesterday. We need help! Run! Wake up, please! He's coming! Looks like this is it, friend. Natasha Karam, who plays Marjan, told EW that she thinks fans will want to re-watch this episode after it's done, explaining, quote, When I got to the last few pages of the script, I audibly gasped. I instantly went all the way back to the beginning and read it again. Well, you will not want to miss the action on the new episode of 911 Lone Star, starting tonight at 8 on Fox. Would you turn your chair for our next pick? It's the new episode of The Voice, and it's the final night of the blind auditions, and veteran coaches Kelly Clarkson and Blake Shelton are going head-to-head to get the best singers on their teams, while new coaches Niall Horan and Chance the Rapper are learning the ropes to chair-turning and coaching. Now, here is a clip from tonight's episode where Kate Martin auditions with a stripped-down version of Niall's former bandmate Harry Styles' Grammy-winning hit as it was. Have a listen to the coach debate. Kelly! Kelly! What are they saying? That's my mom saying, Kelly! Yes! You know what they say, you should always listen to your parents, because that's the, that's the better path. It's the one that God tells us. Um, I'm just kidding. Um, I, no, literally, I turned around instantaneously. Like, I could tell in your voice and how much control you had in the beginning that beautiful vibrato is so crystal clear. And then I knew you were gonna go big and powerful, but I didn't know how big your range was. And when you, that, that was high, and you did it so effortlessly. I feel like I would be such a great coach for you. I literally believed in you like light years before these guys turned around. I don't know why it took them so long. And I'm just saying, like the color of your hair is so key right now, right? Like, it's, this is the, the color I chose this season. I'm just saying, it's very similar. I feel like you match. would look really nice in this season 23 Team Kelly number. Yeah, just saying, just saying. Blake, you wanna go? I will, if you're, if you're <laughs> finished pointing out all the incredible <laughs> connections that you two have with each I other between out, your merchandise things. and her hair. Well, seems like the judges are really going to go to war for this one. And with it being Blake's last season, he is ready to really put up a fight. Tune in to see Kate's fantastic performance and to see which coach she chooses on the new episode of The Voice tonight at 9 on NBC. It's trivia time. Kristen Kish hosts the new series Restaurants at the End of the World, premiering today on National Geographic. More on that in just a minute. But first, this isn't Chef Kish's 
first food rodeo. Oh no, she has been on various cooking competitions and travel series, including Fast Foodies, 36 Hours, and Iron Chef Quest for an Iron Legend. But she rose to fame within the culinary community on which series? Top Chef, Iron Chef America, or Chopped? Stick around for the answer and more on her show, our number one pick. What to Watch will be right back. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. We're traveling to the ends of the earth for some of the best food on the planet for today's number one pick. It may sound like Chef Kristen Kish is preparing for the apocalypse with her new show, Restaurants at the End of the World, but actually she's traveling to unique destinations you don't usually see on TV and helping cook meals at restaurants while learning the local stories along the way. She'll experience a kitchen in Panama's Cloud Forest, a floating restaurant in Brazil, and a barn supper on a remote island in Maine. Here is a sneak peek. You get nervous for no lobsters? We are tasked with bringing a bunch of lobsters back to feed people, so, yeah. Ah, we got one! Oh my god, there's a bunch! Woo! So we gotta check every one of these, see if they're legal size, and if they've been notched on this uh, tail fin right here. So that right there, that means that somebody caught this lobster, they saw that it was an egg-bearing female, and so they put a notch there. So forever, this lobster basically is safe forever. Got it. To live and swim and reproduce. Free to live go. forever. <laughs> so this one right here? Yep. It's good size, and it's got no notch. So that's a good one. The cool thing about these rules is that they've kept the population stable for years, while still providing 80% of the lobsters we eat in the U.S. That's a good one too. So that was a good trap right there. Four, four lobsters in the trap. We need two more lobsters to be safe. Two more, two okay. more. There we go. Loaded. Nice big one right there. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. We have dinner. We have dinner. I had a great time. I felt like I just got like 20 years of schooling in a matter of a couple hours. And Carolyn is gonna be thrilled. We did it! All right. We got more than one. Okay, good. <laughs> we got more than five. Yeah, I love it. I'll take them all. Lobster dinner for all, love that. Well, you can catch the series premiere of Restaurants at the End of the World tonight at 10 on National Geographic and streaming tomorrow on Disney+. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. On which culinary series did Chef Kish rise to food fame? Top Chef, Iron Chef America, or Chopped? That would be, she went all the way to the Top Chef. Foodies will know that even though Kish impressed Emeril Lagasse with a signature soup recipe, she was eliminated from the competition in episode 11. But she redeemed herself in Last Chance Kitchen, winning five challenges and getting a spot back in the main competition, ultimately leading to her being named that season's Top Chef. 
That is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Executive Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, produced by Ashley Boucher, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson. What to Watch.